0: What a great gift to hear from and be led by our youth in yesterday's worship service as we really dug into the rich story of genesis 3 and the snake tempting adam and eve but i wanted to focus today's devotion on what might have seemed like a strange word from jesus in our gospel you can read the story in mark 3 20 to 35 but basically jesus has been on a wild and whirlwind mission of teaching and healing and casting out demons And his family comes to seize him, kind of like they want to take him away in a straitjacket, basically. And at the same time, religious leaders are coming down from Jerusalem to confront Jesus. The social and religious order is after him. And the religious leaders in particular accuse Jesus of being possessed by the ruler of demons and casting out demons by demonic power. And Jesus responds to them by saying, You know how LeBron James plays for the Lakers? And if the Lakers were playing the Phoenix Suns, do you think that LeBron James would score points for the Phoenix Suns? Well, he doesn't say it exactly like that, but he does say, would the ruler of demons come to earth to cast out demons? Doesn't make any sense. But then Jesus gets at the real root of the issue. He is upsetting the order of things, the in-group and out-group of sinner and righteous, us and them. And so he says something very shocking to the religious leaders and anyone else who wishes to hear. He says this, Truly I tell you, people will be forgiven for their sins and whatever blasphemies they utter. That is an incredible word of grace and forgiveness. One that would be offensive to the religious leaders because A, only God can forgive sins. And so Jesus, I guess, is putting himself in the place of God. And B, these are not the right people to be forgiving. But if we read this passage, we may miss all of that grace because of what Jesus says next. He says, but whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit can never have forgiveness, but is guilty of an eternal sin. Okay, now that sounds strange. Have I committed this sin? Am I condemned forever, unforgiven, if I, if I did this once? I had a question from a Bible study many years ago because this Phrase comes up again, and I think it's 3 John. But anyway, they asked me, they said, what is the sin against the Holy Spirit, and how do we avoid it? Well, take a breath, everybody, (laughs) because I think the answer comes in Jesus' words if we take a closer look. Again, I want to read this starting from verse 29. Jesus says, But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit can never have forgiveness, but is guilty of an eternal sin. For they had said... He has an unclean spirit. Now this eternal sin, calling it that, is, kind of makes it sound very grave. And indeed it is. Let's not forget that. But Jesus is just naming the consequence of not seeing him for who he is. Notice he says that they will not have forgiveness. This word means to experience a state or, or to, to a condition of being. In other words, if I am working in the power of the Holy Spirit and you see it as the spirit of a demon, how will you live in the forgiveness and healing that I am offering to you? Their sin against the Holy Spirit is them saying, Jesus has an unclean spirit. That's it. Let me put it another way. If you think the greatest gift ever given is evil, you won't receive it. You won't live in its grace and love and power because you think it's something bad. It's very similar to what Jesus says at the very end of the Lord's Prayer in Matthew. He says, For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Is this a threat? If I forgot to or or, or didn't know or didn't have the chance to forgive someone, am I out of God's love for good? Do I have to be perfect in this? Of course not. But Jesus is serious about the grace we reflect from him into our relationships. And he knows. And he warns us out of love that if we are consumed with anger and revenge and an inability to offer forgiveness to others, we will not receive God's forgiveness of us and our wrongs. We won't be open to it. But... Oh, the love, oh, the joy, oh, the unending grace of God's kingdom that gives to us abundantly when Jesus speaks to us with this gift and says, truly, I tell you, people will be forgiven for their sins and whatever blasphemies they utter. They will be set free. And when Jesus teaches us to pray and invites us into a reality where we can say, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. What power this has for our, the reality of our relationships and our connection with Christ and with others in this day. Amen.